Welcome everybody to the Stoner Sunday Service, a chance to come together and do church differently. Yes, we do church differently here. I'm Pastor Pothead. I am an ordained Christian pastor. My ordination is held to the International Council of Community Churches. This is an open service. Everybody is welcome and we guarantee that services should last no more than 30 minutes. In fact, I already have a reservation in Soli's space at 735, which means we have to finish in 30 minutes. Otherwise, I will be late. So let's pray. Father, we come before you today with humble hearts. We praise you for your goodness and mercy. We thank you for your many blessings in our lives. We ask for your guidance and wisdom as we go through this church service. Help us to open our hearts and minds to hear from you. Now, today we're doing church really different because normally I sit outside in the backyard and I, and I hold services, but it's summer in Charlotte. It's 90 degrees and like a million and a half percent humidity. So, um, you know, it, it almost gives me an idea of what hell will be like if I don't change my ways. You all may laugh at that once you hear it in 90 seconds. So we're going to jump to the reading. This is from Psalm 62. Um, although the reading was only verse 8, I'm going to read 1 through 8 to kind of give some more context to the verse. This is the word of the Lord. Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. How long will you assault me? Would all of you throw me down this leaning wall, this tottering fence? Surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. Yes, my soul find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depends on God. He is my muddy rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times. You people pour out your hearts to him. For God is our refuge. Please take a minute to just, you know, look within yourself and we're going to listen to another song and then I will start the sermon.
Lord, help me speak to your word with faithfulness, clarity, authority, passion, wisdom, humility, and liberty. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Today we're going to talk about talking to God. I'm going to start with, with a story of, of something that I've been a part of over the last three weeks. See, a friend of mine is going through a tough time right now. Um, they have medical issues, having, because of their medical issues, they're having issues working, moving, um, sometimes even doing the simplest things. In the middle of that, there's this fear that their spouse is going to lose their job, that because of their medical issues, they're just not going to have enough money to, to keep their bills. And they're angry. And we were talking and, and they were letting me know that you know, they believe in God, but God doesn't love them. God, of course, must hate them because their world is falling apart. And I asked the question, have you ever spoken to God about this? Now, most preachers will tell you that God wants a relationship with you. He wants to speak to you. He wants you to pray to him and tell him all the great things you, you want from him and all the great things he's done for you and just to pour out your love to him. But they never tell you to speak the truth to him. So I told this friend of mine, next time you pray, tell him everything that's wrong. Yell at him. Let your anger out. Let all that pain out. Just, just tell God everything that's going on and how it makes you feel and how unfair it is and, and all the problems and just hand them all to him. Because God himself really wants a relationship with you. He doesn't want you to just worship him. He wants a relationship with each and every one of us. And to have an open and honest relationship, you have to be willing to talk about the good and the bad. And if all as pastors we do is tell you to give God the good, you never actually get to tell God what's really on your mind. So they did. For the next three or four days, they spent every day screaming at God. And then one morning I get a message. I just met the most beautiful person who came up to me and said, I was sent by God to help you with X. And they cried and they were helped. And she didn't believe it. She goes, yeah, but that's a coincidence, moved on. And then a couple days later, um, they went to a chiropractor who adjusted their back and it took away a lot of the pain and suddenly they were able to move, to dance, to sing, to do the things they like to do. And she, she, they um, opened the message with, I don't fucking believe it. You were right. And they continued to have this conversation with God, honest and open. And just three or four days ago, I get the message, not only did my husband not 
lose their job, he got a raise. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that, that, you know, because they screamed at God, all of this happened. What I'm going to say is that because they were able to release the pain and the sorrow within them, that it opened them up to see more good and less bad. My children were raised to have this relationship with us. We fully believe that um, when we're outside of the house, we, you know, the children should behave, our, our kids should behave politely and respectfully and treat people nicely. And when they're home, um, home is a safe place. It's a sanctuary where you can yell and scream and run around and go crazy. And we also told them that we want them to tell us the truth about what's going on in their life. So even if things are not good, to, to let it all out. They know they can vent to us. They know they can talk to us. And most importantly, they can tell us when we're doing something that hurts them, that does not, um, that is not a help, it's a hindrance. So they, they were given permission to, to release all their feelings to us, which is, which I believe has helped me raise two very um, well balanced young men who treat the world with respect, who are beautiful and nice to people, and are the biggest smart asses in the world to me, which I truly appreciate because that, that just builds that relationship. And that's the relationship God wants with you. So, you know, I asked the question to start the sermon, is it okay to yell at God? And I'm telling you, not only is it okay, it's something you should do. If the world is closing in on you and nothing feels like it's going right, the only way God's going to know outside of looking deep into your heart to know it is for you to tell God that. And that's part of having an open and honest relationship with someone is telling them when things are going right and wrong. So if the world is beautiful and everything's rosy, tell God the world is beautiful and everything's rosy. But if the world is crashing down or you just stubbed your toe or you lost your job or, or this happened or that happened, tell them how it makes you feel, how awful it is. Let all of that anger out. Christ says that he is there to carry the yoke for you. Can't carry the yoke if we don't know what we need to carry. What that means is they're there. he's there to help you carry the weight of the world that you have upon you so you don't have to carry the full load. And in order to release that load, you have to release everything that's holding you in that road. And in order to do that, you have to tell them. And I'm not saying you have to be nice. God, yeah, the world's kind of falling apart, but thank you. No, let it all out. Cuss them out. Just, just release, whether do it internally or externally, just release all of that to him. He might not always fix the problem you're complaining about, but you're no longer carrying that problem by yourself. God is here to carry that problem with you, to help you carry that load so you're not holding the weight of it all against your shoulders, that there is someone walking at your side holding that with you. And that's very important because we as people cannot always carry the weight of the world alone on our shoulders. We need people to help us. Um, we're seeing, you know, I see it in communities I'm in where people need to take a break. They need to take time for their family or, or in real life activities. 
and we as part of the community step in and step up and help carry that load. So when they come back, that load is moved and they're able to step right back in and everything has happened because people are there to carry that load. God is there to carry that load too. You have to give them that opportunity. So next time you sit down and pray, you know, we, we always teach, you know, very simple message. You know, like if, if you're going to pray, you want to thank God for the day. You want to thank God for the good things. You want to let them know what you're looking forward to in the future. And you want to say, I love you. I'm going to add a fifth thing to that. Thank God for the day. If there are good things, tell God the good things. If there are bad things, tell God the bad things. Tell God what you're looking forward to in the future and tell him you love him. But you have to remember that third part. God wants to know everything, not just the good. He wants to be a part of your life and in your life, and he wants you to conclude him. Yes, God has the ability to see all and know all, but God has given us a choice to have that relation with him, relationship with him or not, and the only way to do it is to include him in the relationship which is why I'm telling you now, it's okay to not only get angry, but to yell at God and to let him know what's really going on in your life. Because within that, you will not only find that your problems don't feel as large anymore because you're not carrying it all within you, but solutions might come at you. Now, no, an angel's not going to fly down from the sky and hand you $1,000 and say this fixes it all. But God may send someone into your life that's able to solve a problem for you at that moment or help that doctor figure out what you need to, to be healed or guide the hands of your chiropractor to find the right area of your back to crack or um, to guide that hiring manager to look at your resume twice instead of once. It's all an opportunity to give God the chance to send those people to you. Thank you. Let us pray. Loving God, fill my heart with the love that you freely give. Make love my first and last thoughts. May I love others and freely give to them. Make my spirit a spirit of joy, happiness, and love for both my friends and my enemies. Help me love as abundantly as you have loved me. Amen. Now as I play our next song, this is an opportunity for everyone at the little blue bubble on the bottom right hand corner to put your prayer requests in. And when the song is over, we'll go ahead and we'll pray for the people and we'll finish up church and we'll go through your prayer requests. So as I play this song, please take a moment if you have any requests to make them. Other than otherwise, I will use some of the requests I already have written down from the week. And of course, just the people in the room that I, I want everyone who's here, I'm going to pray for.
Lord, thank you for this glorious day, for this opportunity for us to come together in your name and, and just have fellowship and, and love and a chance to learn more about not only you, but how we as people can be better. Um, please watch over our friends and our families. Please watch over the world. Take care of the fires that are going on in Canada and the people that are suffering overseas in the war between Ukraine and Russia, people suffering all over the world. I ask you to watch over Pete and Soli, Mochi and Hardestry, DJ Dave, Tripto, We Run Mars, Zach, Michael, Donna, and Darlene. Thank you for bringing them to this. Also, my wife and children, um, I thank you and, and we ask you to watch over us now. Amen. Now, the, for those of you who are noticing that my wife's not in the room, my wife's in the room with me listening, so she really didn't join the space this time. Normally, I'm outside, she's inside because I'm crazy outside and it's hot and she's inside where it's air conditioned. Today, I decided to be crazy with her and it's in the air conditioning. So this is the last part of church and what you know everyone knows this is the part where I come around with the plate and I ask for money. But this is the Stoner Sunday service and we do church different and that includes tithing. See, I believe tithing is our ability to help our communities with the gifts that God gives us, you know, our time, our talent and our treasure. So I'm asking you not to send me any money. Don't send anything to me. I'm asking you within your own community, whether in real life or in Twitter or in Web3 or wherever you have community that you that you live and and see people every day. I'm asking you to take time between now and our next service to donate your either your time, your treasure, your talents to support that community in places where you can help the most, whether it's helping a neighbor mowing a lawn, fostering a pet donating to a local homeless shelter, um, working a food kitchen. Tithing itself is the act of sharing the gifts God has blessed with you to care for the people that at that moment might not be so blessed. So it gives you that chance to, to share with them. I don't need your gifts. God blessed me with, with the ability to do great technical work and I earn a very comfortable living outside of the church, which means I don't need your support to be able to do the church. God has found a way for me to support myself. So I ask that you this week take a chance to, to support your community. Another thing before we leave, one I'll ask Soli if she'd like, she can post her space up to the, to, actually I'll post it because she can't because she's a listener. So for those of you who want to go to a very non-church after party, um, it will show up in the top. Soli's already scheduled it. I will be heading over there once I pack up and go outside to the to the deathly heat because that's where I I'm allowed to do you know the things I do outside. Um, and I just want to thank everyone for being here. Um, next week or next service, if it's next week or the week after. I thought I was going to do these every other week, but I seem to be doing these weekly. We're going to get a gift from a member of our community who's going to play one of their favorite worship songs. And um, I think that's awesome that someone's gonna take the time to share of their heart and the gifts they've been giving to share with us and play you know, a song for us. 
So I want to thank you. Um, I'll give away. Hardestry is the one who's volunteered to play. If anyone would like to share their gifts within service, please let me know. We'll work out a day um, for you to come in and, and do it. So thank you. I want to thank you for, um, for being here and let us pray and we can all go about our day. So God, we thank you for meeting us here tonight and for delivering your word. May each soul in this place have been touched through the songs and the preaching and may each take to heart the word that came forth. We pray that those seeking an answer received it and those that, who needed a special touch were granted that touch. Bless each of us and keep us safe until we are able to gather together again. Now I say to you, go into the world with confidence, trusting that Christ is walking with you, and be, you go be a beacon of light in that dark, dark world. Amen. Thank you all for being here, and I will see you all um, either later this evening or through the week. Have an amazing day.
Thank you, everyone, and you all have an amazing week. Talk to y'all later. Thanks.